0: what are the three big questions that teens grapple with today? Spiritual Formation Director and Discipleship Writer Christelle Acevedo will be taking us through the findings of some in-depth interviews and surveys from over 2,000 teens that reveal some of these top questions. They're written in the book, Three Big Questions That Shape Your Future. It's written by Kara Powell, Brad M. Griffith, Griffin, sorry, and Christelle Acevedo. And good morning, Christelle. Good morning.
1: Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, Christelle. So tell us a little bit about the reason behind this book, like like some of the things that what are teens struggling with and why you had to write this book or why you felt compelled to write this book.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think teens today are struggling so much just in general with who they are Mm -hmm. and where they belong and what they're supposed to do with their lives. Those are the basic three big questions. And the reason is that there are so many voices telling them, trying to tell them who they are and trying to give them what their identity is. And we're really trying to help point the way that their identity is found in Christ. And that's like the basic premise of the book. Like, how can we help you find your true identity? How can we help you know that you belong? family of God and how can we help you figure out what your purpose is Mm -hmm.
0: Christelle how can we do that what are some of the areas in a teen's life that really affect that sense of identity that we can speak into yeah, I mean,
2: so there's so many, like I said, so many different voices trying to pull teens in different directions, and there's a lot of confusion. And I think we as, you know, the adults in their life, whether you're a parent or you work in student ministry or you just have a teenager in your life, I think you can be a source of stability, of, of a source of just calmness and um, a safe place as well because there are so many places where teams feel like they can't really open up or they can't be their true authentic selves and we want them to know that we are a safe place for them to to share to get like um, share their doubts share what they're thinking um, their feelings because otherwise they're not going to open up and we're not going to have an opportunity to speak into their lives.
1: Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about for those that maybe struggle with talking mm-hmm. with, um, you know, teens struggle with mm-hmm. just feeling comfortable talking mm-hmm. uh, to them. Give some advice about what are some good tips to really earn that trust so that they talk to us.
2: Yeah, I think first <clears throat> of all, you it's important to be authentic and mm-hmm. not that answers and not try to like sweep things under the rug or try to like tie things up with a pretty bow. I think it's okay to be honest about pain and trials. I think it's okay to be honest about our own struggles. I think when we are vulnerable, it invites vulnerability. And so even, you know, going back and thinking about the struggles you had when you were a teenager, like what were you thinking? What did help you? What did speak to you? What didn't help you? And and approaching it from that angle as well. I think teens are, um, they're looking for authenticity, they're looking for realness, and they don't want to Um, have to pretend or deal with someone who's pretending. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, Christelle, one thing that you mention is that these questions, these foundational questions about our identity and our purpose and, like, what is our future type thing is something Mm -hmm. that we all struggle, we all ask ourselves, but for teens it's really top of mind that it's kind of that burning question in their mind at all times. Is that different than in past generations? Are you seeing it amp up these kind of questions in teens today?
2: I mean, I don't think so necessarily. I think there are different struggles, but also a lot of these struggles are timeless. If anything, what we saw in the research was that this generation is struggling with anxiety more than any previous generation and that's due to a lot of factors i think that's due because we have so much information at our disposal you know that all they have to do is like look at their smartphone and they can see what's happening in indonesia or across the world and and that can cause a lot of anxiety i think we weren't meant to have so much information and especially at a young age where brains are still developing maturity is still developing so if anything it's just that that that
1: heightened anxiety that we're seeing. Yeah. Tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about how we can be better examples, mentors, if you will, for them when it comes to their relationship with God. I mean, uh, you talked about authenticity uh, Mm -hmm. and talked about that aspect of it. Give us some tips about what you've seen works to really Mm -hmm. get them interested, you know, in their relationship with God.
2: Yeah, I think that things that come to mind. Number one is being open about our faith and, um, you know, not hiding that part of ourselves away, not creating a bifurcation between our faith life and the rest of our life, but that seeing and showing how our faith informs all of our life and that all of our life is an act of worship. It's not just when we're reading the Bible or just when we're in church on Sundays, but that it's actually a part of our everyday life. I think that's part of it. And um, I think also just again i I know i said it already but like being authentic about the questions and the doubts and the struggles that we have because i think that's something that we all struggle with and i think sometimes adults feel that if they share that it's inviting you know questions but questions are not a bad thing that's why we wrote this book like questions are great because they help us to um, process they help us to make determinations they help us to like go go to god and then seek answers and hopefully as we ask questions we can wrestle with our faith on our own, and then it comes—it comes more alive. Like when you wrestle with something, you really think it through. It—it um, it means more to you than if someone just tells you, "Here, believe this." You know,
0: mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. as we think about the question of where do I fit in, a, a mm-hmm. lot of teens or that age group—I mean, they're still trying to discover where they fit in—and and they and they may have the feeling that they're not finding it anywhere in their world, that they feel like an outsider. So how mm-hmm. how does a parent or a youth worker really help a student that feels like they yeah. don't see how mm-hmm. they fit in at all? Right. Yeah.
2: That's, that's a struggle. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, teenager, I struggled with that as well. I thought I didn't fit anywhere mm. um, and I felt a little outsider. And <clears throat> I think the key to having that feeling of belonging is having that feeling of safety. And I think it's important for the family of God, the church, to be a safe place for teenagers to belong and that they need to feel that, that they need to feel that they're not gonna be attacked or constantly lectured or con- or dismissed for feeling the way that they feel, you know, mm-hmm. like that they safe place to share and that ultimately <clears throat> God is a safe place for all of us because God loves us and accepts us and God wants to carry us through every trial and burden that we go through, and God wants to show us a way to abundant life. And so I think communicating safety is an important aspect of belonging. Mm -hmm.
1: Christelle, give me an example of a couple of questions that our listeners could maybe think about and work through to start talking or having a conversation with a teenager about that.
2: I think important questions to ask are... um, Really, it's more, it's more of a statement. It's, like it's a tell me more. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when teenagers express something, as adults, because we have more life experience and more maturity, sometimes we just want to dismiss whatever they're saying to us. I'm like, oh, no, and that's just because you're 16 and you don't know any better yet. Sure. But I think it's important to ask, you know, hey, tell me more about that. Can you tell me, can you share more about why that is or why you're feeling that way? And um, inviting them to keep reflecting and to keep sharing without inserting our own ideas straight away. You know, I think there is a time and a place for advice and and more guidance. But I think more than anything, it's that, you know, tell me
0: more about that, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So what are some of the questions teens can ask to try Mm -hmm. to figure out their purpose in life?
2: I think the questions they can ask is, what does God say about who I am? Um, in terms of identity, like, what does God say? Because we know, you know, different, I, like I said, different voices in the world are going to try to um, give you an identity, but, like, what does God say? And that's one of the things that we try to guide the reader in um, in the book is, is that God sees you as his child, as his creation, that you are made in the image of God, and that's where your true identity lies. I think so they can ask, what does God say? They can ask... Um, how can I use my passions and my giftings in the family of God? I think that's a great question because mm-hmm. a lot of people are struggling with purpose. And what am I supposed to do and what should I study? And it's as simple as like, what are the gifts that God has given you? What are the passions that God has given you? Mm-hmm. God gives things for a reason. Mm-hmm. So how can you use those, cultivate those, mm-hmm. and then use them for the glory of God and for the good of, of your life?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. This is a great resource, that's for sure. It's called Three Big Questions that shape mm-hmm. your future Kara Powell Brad Griffin and our guest this morning Christelle Acevedo is the uh, authors of this book Christelle thank you so much for joining us we sure appreciate it
2: absolutely thank you so much.